Crypto Crow. It's been a little while since I've been doing a video. I've been very hemmed up. Uh, just, you know, with my back being what it's been. Uh, it's starting to get better. I've been to the chiropractor now like seven or eight times. I'm actually sitting here with my, my little TENS unit thing. I've got these electrodes plugged into my back. Uh, just getting, the, getting everything taken care of. And I figured today I was going to do something uh, a little different. I You know, I haven't it's been difficult because I, you know, I kind of keep my finger on the pulse of my Telegram group and, and, and obviously I read new articles pretty much every day and I'm still reading white papers and researching projects and things. And, you know, I, I've actually, I've been getting into Reddit recently. Um, I can't even post comments on Reddit. It's so ridiculous. I posted this big, long comment on a cryptocurrency related, um, it was kind of a FUD article and I was kind of countering a lot of the points in there, just kind of making some statements. And then I got a notice that it was deleted because I didn't have enough karma. Um, kind of silly. So if you're watching this video, I don't even know how the karma system works yet, but, um, you know, <laughs> I have a, I have a Reddit account and I need some karma so I can, I can actually do something on there. Um, yeah, the telegram group is of course free. Um, are the crows leaving the tower? Oh, I don't, I don't know what that means, but no. Here's the thing. Um, I, you know, I've just been, I haven't been as active on YouTube because there hasn't been a lot to say. And, you know, I, I, I think now is a good time to kind of break some things down. Uh, and so we're, we're going to just do some things a little different today. So first of all, you know, just taking a quick look at the market. Obviously, everybody knows the market's down. You know, it went up a little bit. Uh, just um, just because it's what it does. When the RSI gets low, people buy in. And, you know, but it's always a temporary move. I saw when it went up, it hit like 65 something. And I knew, I said, this is, this is, uh, this is going back down. We might see 5,500. I mean, it, it is what it is, folks. And I know that a lot of people are freaking out still. And so that's the reason I'm doing this video. So a couple things that I thought were kind of cool uh, first to just to bring up. Uh, yeah, so Dubai becomes the first major city to develop a court of blockchain. And, you know, basically what this whole article is in a nutshell is the fact that the Dubai court system is completely revamping itself, putting everything on the blockchain, making it easy for lawyers to keep track of documents, paperwork, things like that. Uh, companies like Open Law and some others have created these legal templates for lawyers and other court staff to use so they can start putting all court docs on blockchain. And it's going to make things a lot easier to keep track of and store. And, and I think it's brilliant. And I think it's just the first step. It, it seems like Dubai, with their seemingly endless resources, are making some big things happen. It's almost like if you want to know what's going to happen in the future for the rest of the world, look to Dubai first. Um, 
and and so I'm I'm finding this very interesting, and and I, it's just a small drop in the overall bucket, but I think it's I think we're all headed there at some point. Again, this all plays into whole, my whole uh, point with today's video from mass adoption. Facebook meets with cryptocurrency project Stellar. And then Facebook's crypto lead steps down from the Coinbase board. Board, So further stroking the coals of the rumor mill is the announcement first reported by Coindesk that David Marcus, a Facebook vice president and the former head of its messenger division, has stepped down from his po post on Coinbase's board of directors, a role he originally took, took on at the cryptocurrency exchange giant last December. Marcus, a CCN reported, left his role as at Messenger in May to lead Facebook's blockchain division, where he reports directly to Facebook CTO Mike Schroefer. Uh, Facebook is definitely looking to make some big waves here soon, and, and, and the speculation is wild. Are they looking to create their own blockchain, or are they looking at something like Stellar Lumens? Here's the thing. I've noticed that a lot of really interesting projects are are being launched on Stellar. And so I, I definitely took notice, we'll say, a few weeks ago. And uh, I'm excited to see what these guys have coming down the pipe. Now, I'm going to get to this image here. So here's here's the thing. When it comes to, 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 to mass adoption, you know, I was reading, the, actually the article that I was responding to on on Reddit that got deleted because I didn't have enough karma apparently to post anything is the, it, it was talking about how a lot of these ICOs got millions, in some cases, hundreds of millions of dollars. And yet they're virtually silent today or their user base is very, very low today. You know, one of them uh, showed, you know, he got like this company got, uh, you know, like $150 million and they have, you know, 150 users on their chain. And so here's the thing that I need everybody. Well, I don't need everybody, but I would like everybody to really start thinking about. 2017 to me, I was actually looking up videos online. I was going to try and find a video of a property, a house or a business building or something like that being built from the ground up. And it kind of like a time-lapse video. And then I was going to edit that. And I was going to basically label the different stages of the development of the house or the building as it relates to blockchain technology today. And I couldn't find a good enough video. So instead, I just basically created this little image behind me or to, to, my, to my side. And I used uh, an infographic. Now, to start, I want everybody to think about what does it take to create a global economy? All right, I want you to think real big from the very beginning. What does it take to create a global economy? Some of the facets of this, I don't, I'm not even fully aware of. I'm not going to lie. But I have a pretty good idea as to what's going on in the crypto space and where we're headed. Now, if you look at the graphic, um, now these aren't numbered in any real relevance, but it, that's just kind of how the graphic came, and I just edited it with titles. So you've got utilities, and I know there are more than this, but Power Ledger obviously being a big utility cryptocurrency. Healthcare. If you punch in healthcare crypto, uh, two of the bigger ones that I've recognized are Limpo and Denticoin. Limpo being uh, basically, you know, healthcare medical records on the blockchain, kind of like what Dubai is doing with the court system. 
and uh, Denticoin being like the same thing for dental, the dental industry. You've got manufacturing, so coins like SyncFab and others. Communication, you've got Mainframe, Soul Token or Phantasma, Dent, Telcoin, and others. Information, you've got Snovio, you've got Tron, even though Tron is actually in a different category, but I wanted to include that. Um, and then you've got finance, which is obviously a huge one in crypto. So I've listed, you know, Omise Go, uh, OMG, uh, Utrust, Ivy, Ivy Coin, Stellar Lumens, Cell Network, you know, the Celsius Network. And then in retail, there's so many, but I, you've got the new rewards token, which I think is going to be very big. You've got sealed network for, you know, the counterfeiting, so forth and so on. And then you've got law and government. Now, this doesn't even take into account basically full-blown blockchain ecosystems like Cardano, which everybody knows and loves. And Tron would fit in that kind of category as well. And then you're looking at the center here and you're saying, well, Aon, what's Aon? Well, so here's the thing. In my opinion, full-blown mass adoption in cryptocurrency is going to happen in stages. And certain, certain things are going to have to be met uh, in order for this to truly reach the masses. Okay, now you can break it down in two ways. You can break it down based off of the technology and where the technology is milestone accomplishments things like that or you could break it down by society who do we have in society well in society we have people who um i don't want to say they're dumb but let's just say there are people that are uh, mentally challenged in some regard and they have no clue what's going on in the world around them they have no interest whatsoever they just kind of want to work their nine to five cash their check go home eat their bonbons and watch tv that's pretty much their life that's what they want You've got rungs of that ladder even lower than that, of course, right? And then if you move up, you've got people who are hungry. You've got the middle class. You've got people who maybe they work executive level jobs or or whatever. They do pretty well. Maybe they play a little bit in the stock market, but they're still kind of living check to check. They've got a lot of bills and they've got a lot of notes that they have to cover. So they don't have a lot of money to play with, but they're doing what they can for their families to survive and build a better future. Then you've got the wealthy. You've got the people who have excess capital to do whatever the hell they want. They're liquid. They have you know, whatever. They're they're very aggressive in investments. And, you know, some of them come from old money and you've got new money and you've got all these other. So basically you have society broken down by, you know, maybe financial status. And with that financial status, in some cases comes a mentality that goes along with it. Spread across all of these, you have the aggressive types like me, who are self-educated. Whatever we want to know, we'll teach ourselves. We've got an Amazon account for books. We've got libraries, magazines. We've got YouTube. We've got everything we want. We have information at the tip of our fingertips, and we go after it and get it. And we make decisions based off of what we find in our own research. One of the reasons why a lot of you guys watch this channel yourselves. You want to make money, but you also want to make a change. You want to expand your reach financially. You want to benefit your family. There are a lot of things that you want to do. And you bought in in 2017 or before because you saw the opportunity staring you in the face. You 
instinctively knew that this is the future of technology. This is the future of utilities, of healthcare, of manufacturing, of communication, information, finance, retail, even law and government, I am sure, at some point soon, if not already. And, and more. There are a lot of other industries that have been disrupted by cryptocurrency. However, what we haven't seen is the adoption of these platforms because the majority of these platforms have not yet been completed. And in order for us to truly see mass adoption in big ways, and I'm, by that I mean trillions of dollars, not just counting institutional investments that I expect to come into the market when they're ready. What we're going to have to see, real estate obviously is another one, bravo Charlie, you're right, and I almost included that. But I don't see real estate doing extremely well in the blockchain yet, and I try to focus this on true like fundamental industries that are going to benefit in, in massive ways. And there's a reason for this. So you've got all of these industries that are starting to absorb blockchain technology of companies that are trying to disrupt all these different industries and verticals. And you can tear this down even further into very small dApps and applications and things of that nature. What I see having to happen is, is you've got, you know, when you look at society, you've got the, you, well, my point was in going into people like me who we go after the information, we teach ourselves, we want to learn, we're hungry, we're like sponges. Well, then you have the other groups who really, they have an interest in this, but maybe they don't have the time or they don't have the, the fundamental understanding of the technology and it's difficult for them to make sense of things. And so they look to people like me or others who are going out there gathering the information and formulating our own personal opinions and sharing those opinions, but ultimately they need to have everything spoon-fed to them. It's also those people that are struggling with adopting a lot of this technology because the use of this technology may not be for the masses yet. Mass adoption is going to come when all of these verticals have established their blockchains or their, their technologies or whatever it is that they're doing. And, and it's not just going to be when these companies launch. True mass adoption, in my opinion, is when all of these companies are able to move in and out of Bitcoin on the fly. Each one of these companies is then further bridged and connected one to another for different use cases. One of the companies that is going to be able to facilitate that is Aon, because by 2019, looking at their roadmap is when they finally plan to launch their interoperability, their bridge functionality between smart contracts through various blockchains. Aon is going to play a very big role in the future of mass adoption, in my opinion, in cryptocurrency. Okay, And the other layer to this is, the, uh, is all of these companies working together, moving in and out of each other based off of this different use cases, and then going in and out of Bitcoin when you want to buy in, sell out. The liquidity of all of this stuff will then rise, and it will be much easier, especially by that time, for people to get in and out of these positions without having to go directly to exchanges to do that. The final layer is when all of the functionality provided by these various blockchains that are bridged to work and function together with high liquidity into Bitcoin, our store of value, is when they all work seamlessly together without you even having to think about it. That is where we are going to be. Think about it in the sense of the cell phone. 
okay? We used to have these giant bag phones. They were, you know, you had to lug them around. They were 2 to $3 a minute. And not very many people used them because they weren't very easy to use and they were expensive. It was difficult to get in and out of the use of one of these mobile phones. The phone started getting smaller. It started getting cheaper. Now we've got mass adoption. There isn't a single one of you out there watching right now that does not have a cell phone and probably stares at it constantly looking at your block folio. This is the same principle with blockchain technology. The user numbers are low because a lot of these technologies have not yet launched their mainnet. They're all just getting started. The 2017 boom was the, the number of people that discovered ICOs and discovered blockchain technology because of marketing, because of guys like Ian Bellina that so many of you seem to hate. Guys like Superman, guys that were out there before even me pumping this stuff and educating people on a way to make money. And that's honestly, as a side rant, it's honestly what disgusts me about how many people get on the fucking internet bashing guys like Ian Bellina and Superman and me even for that matter, or any of these other guys who put so much time into learning what this stuff means and what it's going to do and then sharing that wealth of knowledge for free on YouTube to educate you. And you know what? As a side note, I don't personally give a flying shit if Ian Bellina goes out and drops $50 million on an ICO that he thinks is going to do well and tells the world about it, hoping that they all adopt it. And then they do. And he makes a hundred million dollars in profitable gains. I don't care if he does that. That to me isn't a shill. A shill to me is somebody who's getting paid to actively hype up and tell the world that something's great. That is a total piece of shit. That is a shill. I don't do it. I don't think I've ever seen Ian do it. And I don't think I've ever seen Superman do it. So Side rant off, um, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is that where we're at right now is a very pivotal, pivotal point in time it, that, that is basically a lot of these cryptocurrency companies have just been recently funded. We, the, here's the thing. When a major corporation goes out and they, they want to launch a company, what do they do to launch that company? Well, typically they go to venture capitalists to develop their company. And then three to four, five years later, they might go public at an IPO with further capital from venture capitalist groups and the like. Okay. At ICO, you are the venture capitalist. If you invested in one of these projects, this is seed stage money, folks. This is why you got in at an ICO at a dollar or not a dollar, a penny or five cents or 25 cents. You are the venture capitalist in the ICO market prior to all the regulations coming in and shutting that down for most Americans. And I don't think people truly realize that. They are biting the hand that fed them. And I see that as a very commonplace thing in, in well, internet, period. So many people are so anxious to bite the hand that feeds because they... They feel like, well, you know what? I'm too lazy to do my own research, so I'm going to go watch this guy. And if this guy makes more money than I feel he should, well, he's a fucking asshole. But in reality, you wouldn't know jack shit about half of this stuff if it weren't for the people out there doing it. And we wouldn't be making the money we're making out here on YouTube if we weren't putting in the time. Ian Bellina is traveling all over the freaking world, for God's sakes. I mean, literally, Trav, he's got a world tour going. I couldn't even imagine doing that. So all I can really say is to those of you out there that are questioning whether or not 
you know, I just saw an article that was talking about oh, Bitcoin is going down and Bitcoin's going to Bitcoin to zero. And it, it's like, how many morons are going to continue repeating the same bullshit just because we're in a downside market? We're in a bear market. There's no question about that. But if you look at everything going on behind the scenes, you bet your dollar. I mean, think about it. This time last year, Bitcoin was like less than three grand. And we rose up to 20 grand from that within a year. If you think for us, and, and you know, the fact of the matter is, is we don't need the institutions. We don't. We do not need, like this big ETF that everybody's waiting on, like it's the second coming of Christ. We don't really need that shit for this stuff to take off. We already hit a $20,000 Bitcoin with retail investors, and that was less than 3% of, of the investment pop, uh, population, really. And we have a lot more people that know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency today than we did in December and January of 2017. Everybody's just keeping an eye on what's happening. A lot of people that are smart are doing research, trying to figure out exactly when is a good time to get in. So when all of these industries and all of these different cryptocurrency companies finally start launching their main nets, launching their products, like CoinLion. I'm an advisor for CoinLion. I love what CoinLion does. I've had several conversations with Joshua, the CEO of CoinLion. He's a good dude. He's got a great plan. And these guys are working around the clock to make sure that they have some very quality stuff to launch come October. And we've had discussions about that. Rumors are all over that CoinLion's a dead project. Granted. I think that they've kind of slipped in their marketing a bit. And I've had that conversation with Josh as well, as well as other CEOs of other companies, because a lot of these companies, they think that, well, when we get funded, well, at that point, it's really our primary goal, our primary job and responsibility to then develop the project we just sold the public to acquire these funds. And then when we're ready, we'll start marketing. No, 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 no. Because all ultimately, and I just sent out a big email blast, like 2,000 crypto companies basically telling everybody to get off their asses and get back into the swing of things and to stop waiting for the market to come back. Because personally, these companies that, that did well at ICO and are now developing their products who have decided to sit and wait for the market to come back before they start putting more money into marketing... All they're doing is waiting for their competitors to also want to come back into the market when this entire time, while FUD is being spread about this company or that company, their uses or the, the, the usage numbers are down because people aren't, it's like everybody sold the crypto space, these projects. And so once that money left the market temporarily because everybody everything was coming down, well, now you've got a bunch of companies who feel like they don't have anybody to market to, which is the stupidest thing on planet Earth. Because realistically, the cryptocurrency enthusiasts are the one who funded these projects to give you the capital necessary to then market to the mass public and bring more people into the space to increase your usage. But I don't see a lot of these companies doing that. There, I, I have yet to see any real cryptocurrency company marketing nationally on television. Even if you were to do that market by market by market, it's still better than nothing. We need more mass marketing in crypto, not just these goddamn paid articles, the even paid reviews, even like all of the all your all these companies are doing are marketing to the same damn people. And it's time that some of these companies step up and start marketing to the mass public.
And once they've done that and they've started to build more trust with their user base, they've started to work in conjunction. Like you see Tron. Every time I look at Justin Sun, he's partnering with another company. He's launching a new service. He's, 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 you know, Tron's being accepted at Pornhub. Tron's being accepted at this art gallery. Everybody's working. I mean, they're actively building mass adoption for Tron. That's one of the reasons I like it. It, I, I mean, Tron, to me, I feel, Tron, I used to look at Tron like Dogecoin or Doggycoin or whatever the hell. And, and I don't look at it that way anymore. They got so much money, and I mean, buying BitTorrent. And, and they're, they're buying up companies. They're establishing strong partnerships to increase the use case for the Tron token. And as the market does come back, I see Tron doing very well because of it. They are laying the foundation for their future and, and, and ultimately working towards meeting their goal. I don't see that a lot with some of these big crypto companies right now. I feel like a lot of these companies are kind of slacking. And if I reach out to them and I talk to them and they say, well, we've got our heads down and we're coding and we're focused on programming and building our product and then we'll ramp up our marketing later. You're going to ramp your marketing up at a time when other companies that want to compete with you are launching their ICOs and your old news because you didn't spend any of this time maintaining your position in the market, continuing to build trust and rapport and relationships with your with your customers and your fan base. That's stupid. There are a lot of these companies are dropping the ball. I feel it's a responsibility to a lot of these crypto companies that did exceedingly well at ICO to pump some of the millions they got at ICO into the education of the public to bring them in for the rest of us to chew up and spit out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's take a look at... Does everybody... Does, does this all make sense, though? Do you kind of understand the, the, the mindset that you really have to have... If you like, I still have yet to sell a single altcoin, folks. It is literally all sitting in cold storage. It's not even with me. I don't even touch it. I don't care where numbers are going. I still, I still see people come into my channel sometimes. They'll, they'll make a comment on a video that's six months old, and they'll be like, "You said this was great. It's down sixty percent." It's just like it blows my mind. It truly blows my mind. All right, let's look at chat. Wow, I've been going on for 26 minutes. How do you like them apples? It makes perfect sense. Perfect sense, Crow. Theta is going to be huge. I do like Theta, actually. Uh, sounds very logical. 100% spot on, Crow. Good. I'm glad that I'm making some, some sense to folks. Um, you know, I, I did... So, I actually... I, I took a... A glimmer at Sonny Decree. He put out a video recently, and I, I stole this image from where he got it. He was talking about it. I figure I'll share it. Um, so this, let's see, does this, yeah, so this is actually an image that uh, somebody else put out on, um, it's Murad Ma, Mahmudov. Uh, so you guys can look him up on Twitter. But it's a pretty good little analysis, basically, of where we're at, you know, based on market cap and all that other stuff. But, you know, I think, I, you know, Sonny Decree was talking about, I think we're a little, he's, the, the, uh, Murad, was that his name? I, I, I'm so bad with foreign names. I'm such an idiot. Uh, but anyway, he's saying that we're about here and, you know, greater perceived safety, 
Uh, these are all like the milestones for for the market cap to grow over time. And it's a pretty good little explanation of things. And I have to say, he did a really good job on this uh, because I agree with a lot of it, though I don't think we're here. I think we're, you know, we're definitely further up here. Uh, reliable store of value. I feel we've already kind of established Bitcoin as being a reliable store of value. Um, but... You know, you can take a look at that. I'm not going to go into it point by point. Sunny Decree already did, so if you're interested in, in the thoughts on that, you're more um, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh, but I just kind of wanted to share it. Full global money. I mean, all, honestly, the, the the total, the overall use case. Uh, we want we want Bitcoin to be the number one, man. I mean, ultimately, you know, and I don't necessarily think Bitcoin's ever going to be truly used as a currency in the sense that, yes, people have been. I, I, you know, for me to go to a Starbucks right now and spend Bitcoin on a coffee, to me, that would make me feel like I just spent like 60 bucks on a coffee. Like that's how, I, you know, it could be five bucks in Bitcoin today, but I honestly, I, I would feel like I just spent 60 bucks on a coffee. And, and that's how I feel about using Bitcoin as, as currency. Um, maybe you should add, hold on, I'll show this. Um, maybe you should add at the end of the videos to look at the date of you, the video, and don't be a dumbass. Do your own research. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's it's surprising how, how uh, unobservant some people are. How's the back? Uh, you know, it, it's... Inch by inch, it's getting a little better. I will say, like I, when I was at the chiropractor yesterday, so I go in and I get a massage, um, and um, Megan is my, she's my massage therapist, and uh, we had a lot of fun yesterday. Let me just tell you, what goes on in that room stays in that room, though. No, I'm just messing around. I know her boyfriend watches these videos now, so <laughs> I had to mess with him. Um, your girlfriend's very professional and actually very good. I actually went to another. Uh, I went to another girl uh, because, like, I don't the schedule or whatever got messed up. And this other woman, I swear to God, she was the strongest woman I've ever been massaged by. Like, I was in agony. Like, she was so strong and she was just working stuff that just hurt so bad. I still am kind of sore from that massage. So I was like, I cannot go back to her. I need Megan. Like, that's it. Megan is the only one I want giving me a massage because she does nothing she does is painful, but it's functional and it actually helps me. I don't want to feel like I just got the shit kicked out of me. Um, so, and I actually, I told her because she told me uh, the other day, was it, was it yesterday? I think it might have been yesterday. She's like, yeah, my boyfriend's been watching your videos on YouTube. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to mess with him now. <laughs> so um, so anyway, back is getting better day by day. But I do still, I still use this little TENS unit that I got. Actually, uh, NASCAR Rusty, um, you know, he sent me some uh, patches for my back that like, are supposed to numb it. And they help a little bit, but they don't help with everything. Um, missing you big, Crow. All the best to you and your back. I am happy today. Three weeks vacation to dedicate to crypto. Love you all. That's nice. Good deal. Yeah, honestly, I miss all of you guys too, and it, it's like um, it's difficult because I like I have a pillow in this chair. I've got my tens unit. I'm gonna crank it back up as soon as I'm ready to get out of this chair. This chair sucks, and my chiropractor actually told me to get one of those uh, D racers, and the the tank model D racer chair is like six hundred bucks, and I'm like, holy shit! So I did order a cheaper chair, and I want to see if it helps because this chair just kills me. And so if this, if the chair that I got, it should be here, oh, it might be a few more days. 
Uh, if it helps, then I'll, I'll get the more expensive version that should last me years and years. Um, I, I want to get back to doing regular videos. I was even talking to my Telegram group, like, what do you guys want? And a lot of people miss the five minutes of crypto videos. So I literally have 30 coins that I've been kind of putting all kinds of metrics and data and what it is and all this other stuff. And uh, so I've got like 35 minutes of crypto videos that are being planned out right now. And uh, yeah, old man crow, I feel old. And one of the things that a lot of people have basically been telling me is they just kind of, even if I just come to hang out, even if I'm just not, even if I'm not even doing videos on crypto, um, I will say though that, so I got this shirt for a reason and um, I went and I picked up my stepson from, from his school orientation today and um, pretty sure I increased his popularity a little bit this afternoon. A lot of looks, a lot of oh my gods and everything else. So that was actually kind of fun. And I could tell he was getting a kick out of it. Um, go and lay on the fracking sacro <laughs> Jesus. I might do that. The problem is, man, it's like in order for me to lay on the floor on this sacro edgy thing, I can't be really doing anything else. And it kills me to not just stay active. I have to be doing something, reading. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, things have been going very well. And, uh, let's see, let's kind of go back up CBD oil for the back. Yeah. Actually my chiropractor was just telling me about that as well. Uh, I might look into it. I, I just want it fixed. I'm so over having this back problem, but when you're seven feet tall and 300 pounds and, you know, formally very active and aggressive, I mean, I think I'm just starting to pay for it. That and sit and sleep. So it's funny because my wife, she's super fit, super ripped up and everything else. Stunning, stunning woman. Uh, but she, you know, she sleeps on the right side. I sleep on the left side. We both have the same back problem on opposite sides. So mine's just significantly worse because, well, I'm like three times her size. So, um, yeah. So she was actually just there too yesterday. Uh, when is the SEC making the CBOE ETF ruling? Well, to my knowledge, it's now September 30th, which has caused the big, uh, the big drop in, in everything going on. I mean, it's it's why Bitcoin pretty much fell from like 7,500 down to 6,423, which it doesn't really make that much sense. Other than I think that you know a lot of the smart traders know. Oh well, there's news. Let's sell now because the market's probably going to dump, and so. They're, they're, they're selling, they're riding the wave back down, they're gonna buy back in. I mean, it's such a process. The thing of it is when the market cap is as small as it is, which it doesn't look small, right? 224 billion, but when you're down from 849 billion at the high, it's, it's small and it's much more easily manipulated. And I, you know, I showed the article in a recent video about how that, you know, they've discovered like a billion dollars in, in market manipulation and crypto manipulation and things like that. So, um, hell yeah. If I had a dad seven feet tall, I would be strutting my stuff. Oh, it wasn't about me. <laughs> it's about what I picked him up in. Uh, they will delay it again till February. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they will. I think that they're, I, I read something. Where did I see it? Um, Oh, I, actually, I think it was actually Sonny Decree again. He's been scoring some points with my getting my viewing time recently. Uh, but he had done a video about, um, I think it was Bit, Bitcoin ETF insider information. You might want to check that out. That's a pretty decent video. And, um, oh, yeah, and that, that reminds me too. So I've been reading these books by with Kevin Mitnick. I reached out to him for an interview. 
So they declined. They basically said, you know what? I just went through some of your videos. You're very good. And he was very complimentary and, and complimentary and, and basically telling me all these good things about myself. And he goes, but now the bad news, he's like, he just doesn't have time. And he was like, just so you don't feel bad, just know that we just turned down the BBC, you know? And I'm thinking, okay, fair enough. And I was like, but what if I paid for an hour of his time? You wouldn't believe what they want for an hour of his time. <laughs> I don't have it. Um, let's just say it's five figures and it's not cheap. So, um, you know, I told him, I was like, look, I'll pay him a Bitcoin. Yeah, that'll be worth that much at some point in the future. Uh, and they haven't, they haven't responded. He was very cool about it, but they basically, I mean, the guy, Kevin Mitnick travels all over the world. He's the, the biggest hacker pretty much ever in history. And I thought, you know, I'll make an investment. I would love to have him because I know a lot of you guys are going to run out and read his book. So I'll pay a Bitcoin, you know, I'll pay six, eight to 10 grand um, to, to bring him on for an hour and kind of teach everybody crypto security. Like I would love to be able to do that for everybody. But unfortunately at this point, it would almost be like four Bitcoin. <laughs> I can't afford that. Um, so we'll see. It, basically they're wanting like 30 grand. I, uh, so, uh, you know, it, which it's not, it's not even that he's not worth it at all. I just, I can't afford that. I can't afford to pay that much. So um, maybe someday we will uh, we will figure out a way to to, to get him on because I would love to bring him on. Uh, there's some other pretty big names though that I I've been uh, reached out to front like people they've reached out to me um, for interviews. So we'll see if that if that comes out. I will review his book. So I'm I'm reading two of them: uh, Ghost in the Wire. Uh, Ghost in the Wires, and then The Art of Invisibility. The Art of Invisibility is more of a kind of like a how-to book where it teaches you what hackers have been using, tools they use to hack different things, passwords, different security measures, and things like that. Crazy informative. The best thing I've read in a long time. I'm not finished with it. I mean, I'm in like chapter two, and I'm already like, holy cow. I don't sit around and read for hours. I don't have the time. But like if I'm in the bathroom or I'm taking a bath or something like that, that's typically when I read. Um, and then Ghost in the Wires is more of his biography. It's more of his story, like where he began, how he began. Um, so I'm kind of reading them both at the same time, depending on my mood. So, um, yeah, there's Brandon Lopez. I was wondering, I was just thinking last night, where the hell did Brandon Lopez go? Um, glad to see you back, brother. Uh, and I know that like a bunch of my uh, my YouTube friends, uh, you know, Crypto Beatles, I love crypto, a bunch of guys did this bit. It was my damn idea, but I couldn't be there today. I didn't know they were going to do this shit so early, but they're like six guys all in a YouTube video today. Um, but uh, hopefully that went well. I still haven't even seen it. How can you fit in a bathtub? I don't. My knees have never been cleaned in like 25 years. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, the back, the, the new bathtub is, I'm going to fit. So anyway, Crypto Recon, what's up? Uh, I like your hat, Crow. Well, that's cool. I like my hat too. Thank you. Any Aquatoss updates? Yeah, we're going to be doing a video about the Aquatoss bot here soon. I'm just like, I don't want to waste time doing a video with like, like backend updates. I know that the majority of people, they want to see like, they want to see it in action. Like, what's this bot going to do for me? I don't really give a shit about... Oh, well, you know, you, you guys finished this little part and that little part. Like, 
So I've been kind of holding them off. I'm like, look, let me know when you guys get something substantial completed. You hit a good milestone. I mean, they've got live trading working. They've got a lot of the stuff working, but I want everything to be like tip top. I want to, and then we'll update everybody and show people more stuff. So we'll probably be doing a new video on, on the Aquatoss bot here soon. What's up? I see Miggity Miner in there. What's going on, brother? Hope you've been, hope you enjoyed your NASCAR trip. Um, Miggity Miner helped connect us to uh, an ICO, actually rewards token, and rewards token went in and uh, sponsored a NASCAR, and it looks sick. Like the rewards token car looks sick. But uh, as a treat, you know, Miggity Miner connected us to that, so he got like a. I'm pretty sure it was all expenses paid trip to a NASCAR event where he sat in the crew and um, all that. I think it's. I think I think your family was there, if I'm not mistaken. So hopefully that was fun. Um, Crypto Dabo. That hat is British. It's called, called a cheese cutter. Actually, it's called a driver's cap. There are different styles to this kind of hat. And this is the driver's hat version. So there. Uh, very kind of you at Crypto Dabo. Thanks for the words of wisdom today at Crypto Crow. Uh, well, you're welcome, Heather. Uh, Heather Starbuck. I don't know who Heather Starbuck is. That's a new name, new face. Um... All right, so yeah, that's pretty much it. I just kind of wanted to give this message out. I don't have any, I don't have any paid things to talk about. I, there, nobody paid to be a part of this video, nothing like that. I just kind of wanted to, um, just kind of express to people that look, it's gonna pay. Now, I mean, it's a buyer's market. Like I got into a bunch of positions uh, a week and a half ago, and every one of them's down since then, and that's okay. I bought them knowing they were gonna continue to go down. What I care about is the ratio between Ethereum and the altcoins I'm looking to buy. So I'm always looking at how many more, you know, stellar tokens can I get with an Ethereum today than I could have last week? Where do I see that going? That's what I care more about. I don't necessarily care about uh, where Bitcoin is or where the price of the altcoins are. I care about the price of the altcoins against Ethereum. So that's what I'm always looking for. Uh, because if you bought Ethereum at you know, $1,000 and you're sitting on it and you're not doing anything with it and it's continuing to fall. Well, if you can get, you know, 2,000 more, you know, Stellar or 2,000 more Cardano or something like that than you could when Ethereum was at its all-time high or where it was when you bought in, well, you're going to make much better gains and you're not technically going to lose anything. And so that's what I've been keeping my eye on. Uh, so on that note... Uh, Damn, I just caught the end. I should be back in the swing of things soon. Work's been crazy effing busy. Um, remember, keep a strong hat. Thanks, Jack Martin. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Cardano is super cheap. Here's the thing. You know, for, for anybody that's gotting, anybody that's considering getting into cryptocurrency right now, starting with fiat, I mean, you're, you, you uh, now I'm not giving financial advice here. Uh, oh, that's kind of funny. Oh, that's right. You can't even see it because I've got this image blocking. Uh, let me get rid of these images real quick. Uh, block that, block that. Uh, yeah, looking at the crypto market, looks stellar lumens, man. It's up 9.43%, and I'm guessing it's because of this article about Facebook. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, so it's a friendly, friendly little pump there. So anyway, I don't even remember what the hell I was saying, but... Um, uh, Wolf Chesney, that's super stupid. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hide you just because that's crazy. Like, my best friend growing up is gay, and I love him like a brother. 
So there's no room for racism or classism or any of that shit in the crypto crow world, man. You're not no, you're, you're, that, that stuff doesn't sit well with me. So even one stupid comment, I got to just get rid of you for good. This is how it is. Um, equal opportunity for all, uh, peace and love and all that stuff. Um, keep your knees clean. <laughs> Have a great weekend, Jay Bird. Uh, thank you, Sarah Walker. I appreciate it. I plan on it. I'm going to just, I'm going to, everything I do, I'm going to have my TENS unit stuck to my back the whole time. So on that note, I'm going to go ahead and sign off, go lay back down, start my TENS unit right about now, and uh, I will be back. I don't know if I'll be doing anything again this weekend, but I'll definitely be, I'm going to be doing a lot of preparation for next week. I'm going to try and do, I'd like to at least do, um, if my back is better by next week, I do want to get back to doing a video a day, even if I'm just going over the latest news every day. Um, so we'll see. So until next time, thanks for joining me, folks. Hopefully you guys spread this video all over the interwebs, smash the likes, and I'll see you soon. Crow your coins, folks. Thanks.